following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hey, Andrew, I'm, I got this surefire way of us to make some money. What's that? All right. So, you know, like betting in Vegas and just betting in general is so big now. Yeah. Uh, I've started these bets over under a certain number of times that uh, our podcast mentions something that's happened 20 years ago. And the number is really high. But I think we can, since we're in on it, we can make it as we can make money 24 seven off of this idea. We're betting on ourselves, really, and I think that's fine, right? That's fine. Isn't that almost like point shaving, like we're cheating people? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you, I think you pretty much know. I think you know. I think you're. You think I'm? You think I'm cheating the system? Is that what you're saying? Yes, you're cheating, and that is why we are talking today about cheaters in sports history. Yeah, those ones who weren't faithful to their partners. That's a lot of players, from what I understand. Yep. Uh, it'll be a long episode. Yeah. A lot of players. No, we're talking about famous cheaters in sports. You know, we're going to get... But let's let's talk... Let's get the the big elephant in the room out of the way. Andrew, in Dumbo? my opinion... Yeah. Let's get Dumbo out of the way. After he's growing up, not when he's little. Uh, let's get this... Let's get the big Dumbo out of the way. I think that we should save steroids for its own episode later on. Yeah. What do you think? Because that's such a humongous I think that's I think thing. that's a giant that's that's like at least a that's good, a giant muscle, yeah. Good half an hour discussion. Easily, yeah. So uh we so that probably takes out a lot of the baseball, but I just wanted to let's say we'll do steroids will be its own uh, topic for another show. Uh majority of the pitching and all of the hitting. <laughs> I would say that takes away from baseball because yeah. there's there's other ways of cheating baseball. They, these guys have been doing it for years. Yes. So we're talking about famous cheaters in baseball. Uh, Andrew, I wanted to do this after you sent me this this picture that, oh, man, can you find it? Can you bring it back up? The you Ro- know I'm talking about the Rosie, runner? Yeah, Rosie uh, Ruiz. I'm trying to say her name right. In the Boston Marathon. Yeah, she cheated in the Boston Marathon famously. And I just want you to read that if you can find it. Uh, let me find it. I should ask you this before we hit record, but I just not thought about it. Whatever. We can edit around things. Yeah. Can you edit it even though we're talking about you editing it? That's the question. I want to keep alluding to it throughout the show so that way you can't get around it. Because <laughs> that's yeah. the kind of jerk I am. All right. So Rosie Ruiz is very famous. In 1980, she was uh, she was the first woman to cross the finish line in the Boston Marathon. She was, you know, crowned the winner. And she was also the fastest woman in Boston. However, later it was later discovered that Rosie had registered for the race, but hopped out of the bystander crowd onto the course just a few hundred feet from the finish line. Yes. So that is pretty much her thing. And I guess her reasoning behind it was her boss sponsored her. So she was like, I can't let him down. So I yeah, need but. See, here's the thing that I learned in my high school career, Andrew. If you're going to cheat, you don't make it look like you're number one, because that just that's just bringing so many more eyes on what you've done. You really want to just do just enough, just to be to pass and look okay and decent. Well, you know what I mean. Like you bring way yeah. less lies if your eyes if you're in the gotta middle get of the one pack. wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So anytime, and I'm not saying I did this that much because I. I didn't do us a lot, but when I was, uh, when I would quote unquote look at somebody near me's paper, I would see their answer, and I'd be like, "I'm going to put a different one here on purpose." Yeah, because that's what you do. And then it was still wrong. No. Yeah, if you're listening, kids, that's how you do it. <laughs> or you get a Chat GPT to do it for you, whatever. Yeah, but that, and you figure in 1980, it's not like 
how it is now where everybody has a camera or a video camera in right. their pocket. So it's pretty easy just to be like, oh, there we go. Oh, my goodness. In 1982, she was also arrested for embezzling $60,000 from a real estate company she, where she worked. Oh, she really impressed her boss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That, I did not know that. I didn't know that. I, I did not know that. The Wikipedia page. I did not know that. Of course, the little joke I was we did at the beginning, I was uh, using the Pete Rose incident as my basis for that. You know, uh, that's a whole nother episode, too. I think so, too. But we're just going to I'm just going to lightly touch on it here. OK, because um, I have very strong opinions on this. Yes, I do, too. And that is uh, just get over it. baseball. <laughs> OK, good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need an episode. <laughs> so, uh, it, speaking of baseball, I wanted to bring this across because I didn't realize this. Uh, famous manager, and I don't know how great he was to play, John McGraw. Uh huh. Speaking of not having cameras. Oh, Tim's father. Yeah, the great country singer. Oh, his father really was a baseball player, though. Really? Yeah. Tough. Well, sometimes my jokes make more sense than I think. <laughs> Ugh, McGraw. I don't know if they're related, but uh, Tim McGraw, because once again, uh, this is in the early 1900s. You said Tim McGraw. That's my fault that you said oh, that. Oh, did I say Tim McGraw? <laughs> Tom McGraw. Tom McGraw. Tom McGraw. Tom McGraw. Tom McGraw. How bizarre. Tom McGraw. John McGraw. Uh, Don McGraw. Yeah. Was notorious for holding players' belt loops that were trying to tag up. Oh, wow. And tripping them. Right, this is an this is an interesting. That's why way said, of of cheating. I like this. All right. So, but is it cheating? Because I would also throw to you, uh, coming from the world of basketball, there are plenty of players, especially in the eighties and nineties, who would get a little extra elbow in, or they would hold you a little extra longer. That type of stuff. Yeah. Like uh, I'll say, John Stockton's a great example that players talked about later. Like, man, you came around that screen of him, and he would make sure he got a little elbow in. Or he would grab you a little bit, stuff like that. There's all kinds of stories about different players doing little things like that to get an advantage. Yeah, so that was like his big thing. But yeah, but that's kind of cheating. Yeah. Another kind of cheating too, uh, since we're sticking with, let's kind of stick with baseball here. Uh, Though this has happened in other sports though, but just recently, didn't the Astros get in trouble? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I should have got the world because every time there was a change up, you can hear it on the video. Every time there was a change up, somebody would bang on like a trash can. Yeah. So that's how you could get their signs. I know the Red Sox had a problem with it too, with cheating with uh, Apple watches. Because who is it? Mark Rober. We are both YouTube idiots. Uh, it, does Do you like Mark Rober? I like Mark Rober. I don't know. I don't know who that you is. You don't know who he is? No. Okay. He's, he's like a. He says he's a former NASA engineer, which I could see. He made the first ever glitter bomb for Porch Pirates. Oh, okay. I know. I've probably seen him then because I know what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he created an app where if, once you put in enough signs and then you put in the result of the signs that you put in, it will help you steal signs of baseball. Wow. <laughs> yes. So that was like baseball. There's a lot of cheating. Like yes. there's a lot of ways, like even pitchers like Gaylord Perry and stuff, just rubbing. I mean, it's great if you ever see Major League when he talks about it, where the one pitcher, uh, where he they put stuff about, on their hands, right, or on their put the stuff on their hands. Uh, I guess I was reading this one. Whitey Ford would take his wedding ring and dig it into the ball to cut it, or a catcher on the belt or like the belt buckle. Yeah, this is fascinating to me. Yeah, kind of rub it across because once you make a mark in it, it changes the aerodynamics. Yeah, wow. So there's a lot of such these little things, right? Uh, One of my favorite episodes of Bob's Burgers. It's one of the early ones. Is when there's this uh, famous baseball was famous in Bob's Burgers world. He's just a made up person, but he he's he's a washed up he's a washed up pitcher. But once he meets Bob and he starts starts quote unquote eating Bob's burgers, his pitching just really picks up. But it's because he's using the grease from Bob's burgers on the ball. It's it's crazy what a little thing like that does to the ball. Like uh, 
It just happened recently. A pitcher for the Mets, Matt Serger, got in trouble. I think he got suspended for 10 games and a $10,000 fine because, and this, I think this is up to speculation in a way. They have a rosin bag, help dry off your hands. The guy sweats a lot. The rosin and your sweat will make the ball sticky. Yeah. So obviously, if it comes out your hand different, it goes in a different way. Yeah. So they suspended him because they said he was using a weird substance. But really, it's a substance that MLB gives you, and you're going to sweat. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But there, <laughs> there's many different ways. Emery boards. <laughs> you yeah. Emery well, here's, here's the thing, too. Like, when it comes to professional sports, that's the best of the best, right? Yes. And a lot of times, that means the competition is fairly equal. Uh, I'm really thinking of NASCAR, too, here, where all the cars, despite being, like, different types of cars, like, being, like, there's Fords and Chevys and stuff like that. But honestly, they're pretty much set up very, very similar. But they'll try to take all these little shortcuts or... They'll change little things on air intakes and stuff when it comes to NASCAR to try to get that slight advantage. And technically, NASCAR considers that cheating. That's why they test all the cars afterwards and stuff like that. And a lot of racers have been caught cheating that way. Uh, but is like is is trying to find little advantages like that. Do you think that's a bad thing, or do you think that's just part of it? That's just part of the sport trying to get that advantage. I think that's just human nature. In a way, like oh, it is yeah. part of just a part of the way it is, is how can I get get ahead edge on the person either though I might get in trouble or I might not get in trouble. Uh, I mean, you got the Raiders who at See, one, I, their motto was, if you're not cheating, you're not if you're not, not cheating, trying. you're not trying. Yeah. Uh, if you look back, there's a famous quarterback corner back for the Raiders and wide receiver that just. Well, the corner did it more. Lester Hayes just had stick them all over his body, like everywhere to the point where if it just you could throw a football and it hit him in the forearm, it would just stick. Oh, I saw so, that on Little Giants. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point where football, <laughs> football uh, the NFL was like, yeah, you can't use this stuff anymore. Yeah. So I think it's all about getting the advantage is where can you get that advantage to put you over somebody else? Yeah. Uh, another famous kind of cheater that we could almost make a whole episode on is what people consider cheater or anything else. But Belichick of the Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah. His first thing is when a player comes in is read the rule book and then try and find the loopholes in that rule book to exploit them. Yes. To, or to your advantage. Now, I will say, and this is just my opinion, I don't care one or the other about the Patriots. I have, I really do not care. You don't have a race in that horse. Or... I don't have a race in that horse, as I said on a previous show. Very famous saying that I've obviously said correctly many a time. I I do think if it's not directly in the rule book and you can find that kind of loop around, that until they actually officially put that, what you did in the rule book, that you're kind of okay. Uh, it's kind of on them that you didn't get that. Recently, and I keep going back to NASCAR, but just because this popped in my head, I don't remember the drivers because I'm not as familiar with who drives now. But one guy passed another guy by purposely putting his car into the wall to go around him, right? Because he didn't have room. So he's like, well, I'm just going to run his car into the wall. And I think he ended up winning the race. But it caused all this uproar over how you shouldn't be allowed to do that, that type of stuff. But it wasn't technically in the NASCAR rule book. But I think they're putting it in there now. <laughs> I think in that case, then he's fine. Like as yeah. long as it's not in the rule book, or you can kind of loop around it, it's not. Yeah. Like another crazy, another thing in baseball. Okay, it didn't take away of all of hitting. Is the there's a lot of cheating. You could do a lot of cheating in baseball, which is kind of crazy. Uh, is the cork bat? You yes, yes, I've heard about this. You cork it to make the bat lighter, so you could get around faster to hit the ball. Yes, which. I mean, there's. I think, I think there's a difference between cheating. Like, I do think that's probably cheating. But there's a difference between cheating and trying to get an advantage. I mean, famously, I, the Celtics would make the visitors' locker room just the most. Hey, they would know. But they would. They would. They admitted this. They would make the visitors' locker room like just so uncomfortable, and they would make the building like a hot sweat box, basically, in the middle of summer. So that's of no joy to anyone. 
I got a couple like written down here. Okay. And so maybe we should do this. Maybe we should play cheat. Do you consider it cheating or not cheating? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. So in 1990, the University of Colorado was playing against the University of Missouri in a football game. Uh, it was on the final drive. Fourth down. Colorado had the ball. It was fourth down. They ran the ball. They got stopped. They hurried the Colorado offense, hurried back to the line, ran the ball again, and got the first down. They found out that Colorado had actually five downs because that last run was on the fifth down and nobody switched. Oh, okay. Nobody switched because if you ever watch in a football game, they have a marker where it shows the down. Once that first play happened before this other play, before the one they ran kind of a hurry up, nobody switched it over to where it would say first down going back to Missouri. Yeah. So do you think that's kind of cheating or just catching? I think that's more catching the referees sleeping. I think it's more that. Uh, That really reminds me recently this season in the NBA, I think it was the Warriors and the Mavericks had a game. This is before the playoffs where the Mavericks, nobody was paying attention. The Mavericks threw the ball in, but they were already on their side of the basket and nobody was paying attention to catch it. And they had it easy. So technically they just passed it in and scored easily is, was the gist of it. And uh, the Mavericks were all in an uproar about it and such, but that's, I mean, you really got to be paying attention, right? It's kind of, I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of on you, ain't it? <laughs> it is. It is. I consider this on the referees. I don't think it's University of Colorado. I think they just were like, hey, if you can get the extra cookie out of the cookie jar, aren't you going to yeah. go for it? If you don't catch six players on the court when they're supposed to be five, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. This one, I think you might have a different story. Okay. Little League World Series. Okay. All right. I'm going to probably butcher his name. Kid by Danny Amante. It's tearing it up. This kid is throwing 70 70 miles per hour, which equivalent to major league range is 92 miles per hour. Wow. They get a little, another team gets a little suspicious, hires a private investigator, pulls this kid's birth certificate because he's from the Dominican Republic, finds out he's not 12, that he's 14 years old. Ooh, mm, okay. My question would be, if that team knew for a fact he was too old, then that's a million percent cheating because that's in the rules of how old you're supposed to be. So I would say that's a million percent cheating. Now, oddly enough, uh, years ago, I was, when I worked at this one place, my boss, I kind of I kind of came close with their family. Like I knew their family very well. And they had, he had him and his wife, actually adopted some kids from Africa. I can't remember the country. But one of the issues they had was records in Africa. And I know it's two different places from where you just said, but I'm just using this. No, no, no. It's pretty much the same. But the uh, the records in Africa and in this country, especially like they didn't really know. They had an idea of how old the kids were, but they didn't know exactly to the point where they had to actually get like a, some sort of bone density test done to find out how old they actually were type of thing. Cause the, the records would just say a date cause the, and they even knew who the moms were. And they're like, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> they were type of deal. You were just there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm not saying that's the case here, but I'm just saying, I do know that does happen. Well, there's that whole thing that like some people say Manute ball was like 60 years old or something playing in the NBA. Have you well, if that's the that case, one? that's amazing. <laughs> Have you heard that one? There, I know it's not true I, though, because his son yeah. plays now. So I don't know. He could father one. Uh, I'm going to toss one out to you. What about the whole Tanya Harding thing? Famously, yeah, this is ice skating. This is a There's very famous thing. Too many places I can picture myself in my head that that one had happened. Yeah, this one to this day, I still quote of. Uh, Oh God! What was her name? Uh, Kerrigan, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. I still quote her because there's a very famous scene of of her on the ground, just wincing in obvious pain because she'd just been hit in the knee, and uh, she's just making all these terrible noises and stuff. Oh, and why? Yeah, why? Why me? Yeah, that type of stuff. And even though I'm mocking it, it sucks. It really sucks because she was 
really good. And that's how it would, it would come to tuition that uh, she may have been sabotaged, as they say, by a certain Tanya Harding and uh, a guy she knew who might like have been the one who done it. Boyfriend's friend or something? Something like that, yeah. That one, she, that's, I wouldn't, I, that, that's, I don't even that, know, it's weird. I think it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, illegal. That's a, <laughs> in the words of Billy, uh, Billy Madison, that's assault, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, th- yeah. That's P. I-, I feel like that shouldn't even be on beyond the whole cheating thing. That should be on like just bad things gone wrong. Yeah, I was also going to toss up that uh, who was that ref? Tim Donna. I always say Donna. He Donna. You know, I'm talking about the basketball ref. Yeah, who got caught uh, match fixing, basically. Well, if you ask him, I think he still kind of makes excuses for it, but. He always will, because he does want to. I think that's definitely. Now, can referees, in that case, this is a different thing, though. Can referees cheat? I mean, yeah. Don't the, I mean they kind of can control the game if they want to, right? But is it maybe it depends on the sport too? Like an inv- but when I'm thinking if, of cheating, is giving another team or player an advantage over the other. I think you can in basketball. But was that really giving another team or player an advantage if he was just? If trying you're getting to free throws at the wazoo, and the other guy ain't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But it's free points if you got good free throw shooters. Oh yeah, but wouldn't he want them to miss like in semi pro? And <laughs> <laughs> we gotta cover a movie sometime. I love that movie. <laughs> it's such an underrated gym. <laughs> it is. It is. It's probably one of Will Ferrell's finest movies that i really I, like love, I would like to cover sports movies i'd like to go through all four major sports even on here i think it would be great i think we should do it on here yeah uh referee cheating yeah i think if it comes out that they most certainly are cheating like they want this one team to win because it benefits them then, then yeah. that's definitely cheating yeah i'm i'm trying to look at it from like a point shaving thing where it's just you can win but the other team that loses needs to cover the spread. Well, that, that's the thing, too. This whole betting thing has sort of changed, and I think for the worst, sports, because now your quote-unquote fans, if that's what you want to call themselves, uh, get mad at players for things because, hey, I lost money on you. Well, that's your fault. You bet, and it could go either way. That's what betting is. You may win, or guess what? There's a chance you're going to lose, and that's how that works. And I don't think you're a real fan, honestly, if you're doing that and it changes who you're pulling for. Fantasy. In my in my opinion. Fantasy football is a great example. We I gotta when August stuff comes around and we start doing football, I'll we should cover the history. Oh, the draft is this week, isn't it? Uh yes. Uh huh. I didn't think I would know that, did you? I really didn't think you would know that. I only know that because our buddy Matt is having like a draft party, and I saw the Facebook post. Yeah, I'm but actually still. kind of excited for him. This is the first year I haven't had to do any draft-centric, NFL draft-centric topics. Yeah. And then Matt- Well, has there been in football? Because I know in, in basketball, there's been alleged cheating in the draft, the whole Patrick Ewing thing. Has there been that in football? No, because it's, it's straightforward. It's yeah, there's like a you like lose 40 drafts, like right 40 rounds or something. Football no, has a lot of rounds. No, no there's seven. Basketball, <laughs> basketball used to have three or four or five, and they cut it down to basically two. Yeah, football used to have something like 20 something, and now it's down to seven. No, no just a more manageable seven. Yeah, but that's also you got to look at roster size. There's a 53 man roster plus uh, that's true. Yeah. practice squad compared to the NBA where you what is it, 25? Probably not even? No. That's oh, it's less than 25. I mean, on your bench for a game, you can only have 12. Yeah, so there you go. But, yeah, I haven't done it. But Matt also doesn't have to go live this year, too, which I think he might have. He'll probably enjoy a little bit more. Yeah, and I have to make, it may have to make 100 graphics at one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sticky with the theme of basketball. All right, in 2008, the Memphis Tire Memphis – Tigers had their entire season, entire season record wiped out. I just want a team, a pro team, to be called the Tires, and they just have that Limp Biscuit song as their theme. They keep rolling and rolling and rolling. I got to make sure I read everything properly. So it was revealed 
that Coach John Calipari rigged yeah. Derek Rose's SATs and had the university pay for Rose's brother's travel expenses. Yes. Now, this, despite what the NCAA wants you to think, happens all the time. Even before now, where we're more open to playing college players, even well before that, there was always, always uh, the star players, for example, most certainly were getting some benefits for going to that school. Have you seen the, th- I know you're getting into 30 for 30s, watch Pony Excess about okay. SMU football team. There's a funny joke about their big star player, Eric Dickerson, that he took a pay cut to go to the NFL. That's, that's yeah. I mean, the, you got all kinds of people who are involved in these colleges, right? These universities, the the boosters and such like that. I mean, it's it's big money for those Michigan schools. Michigan has that problem. Fat Five, yes. they get all their stuff ripped away too, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And that's just because they got called. I guarantee you every school has had, every big school, at the least, has had something on this. I remember um, Sam Roberts. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a radio guy, right? That's the uh, WWE guy. He does some WWE stuff too, but he's a, he was a radio guy before that. Uh, but he went to Syracuse College at the same time. A certain Carmelo Anthony oh was also going to Syracuse, and he tells this story, and I'm going to butcher it. But basically, he had a class with Carmelo Anthony, and he said he showed up like. So little of that class is still somehow passed with flying colors. Gee, I wonder how he did that. Yeah. And I think if I'm thinking correctly, I could be wrong. Oh. One time he did show up, he basically slept through the class. <laughs> so is giving recruits an incentive and maybe rigging a couple of things. See, this is where I'm torn because I'm torn if you really that. go by the book, the NCAA is really ridiculous on some things. Well, basically like if a coach even just buys a kid a meal that's crazy right but but per their rules that is a no no right and that's insane to me cuz a lot of these kids are not coming from great situations no i mean maybe the, and that's where i kind of that's where i think this line isn't as black and white as people want to make it to be is i think it should be per situation honestly uh, I have, and when it comes to sports, you know, that's not a, just because you're good in college, guess what? A, there's a chance you could get hurt and that just changes everything about your career. And maybe you'll never be able to go past that. I mean, how many stories have we had of these promising athletes who get hurt in college or like their first years of pros and they're done for, you know, That's and I'm how right. many of these schools are making ridiculous money off of these kids' names? Just off their jerseys. So yeah, that's all yeah. you got to do to get around it, too, is that's why I'm glad they do this. those NIL deals now. Is One of the biggest things was Reggie Bush so supposedly took money from a booster, bought yeah. his parents a house, all that stuff, lost his Heisman Trophy. But USC, when you would watch those games back then in, like, 2004, 2005, I want to say, how many number five jerseys did you see in the stands? And what I number did a few? What what number did Reggie Bush just happen to wear? Oh, gee, the number five. How many USC players? I, I don't know. May I don't didn't follow USC that much, but if anybody else could, could name a player that was really as good or better than Reggie Bush that wore number five that played for USC. Yeah, before that time, I remember the obvious reason why people were wearing that. I wanted a Danny Warfel jersey. I was a big University of Florida fan. Yep, get ready for the Who's. Uh, but I saw I got my beautiful number seven University of Florida jersey, but there was no Warfel on the back. It just had no name, but it was a number seven. So you can't, can you not blame this? Because it's almost too, in a way, you know, if you're going to go to a company and they give you a signing bonus and you're going to make tons of money for that company, don't you think you should do, I don't know, give them a little bit of a bonus? Yeah. It's not like you said, not everybody goes on to become millionaires or superstars yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Right. Those are literally like one in a, I mean, the chances of that are so minuscule that I don't think people realize it because yeah. we just see them all the time on TV. But guess what? Those are the lucky ones. That was very, I don't, that's, 
that's such a weird thing when it comes to that. So here's a big one for Buffalo fans. Uh, Buffalo fans of the Sabres. It's funny that we keep on bringing up this Western New York area. All right. So the Dallas Stars won the Stanley Cup in 1999. However, if you look closely at the replay, Brett Hall's skate was in the crease, which means he cannot score. And if he takes, if he takes a shot with the puck outside of the crease, so pretty much you can't have your foot inside the crease and take a shot. So, so it's so the equivalent of like if your foot's on the line shooting a three. Yeah, it's, it's not a three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the goalie crease. You've been yeah, there. I know. You, yeah. So his foot was in there. He took the shot. It went in. Uh, officials allowed the goal, saying that Hall had possession of the puck before the shot, and therefore he had the ability to shoot. And believe me, I already know this. Today is referred to as no goal. That's tough because I don't. When it comes to cheating, I consider cheating something you're doing on purpose that you know you're doing is wrong to get the advantage. To me, that's what cheating is. And unless that person came out and said, yeah, I was doing it on purpose. Because, I mean, I've played a lot of basketball back in my day. And there were plenty of times where my foot was on the line shooting a three and I just didn't realize it. I thought I was behind the line. I just was in the heat of playing the game. So I don't know what that about that instance particularly, but it's kind of tough for me. It's a tough call, I think. I think, yeah, it's a referee call. Yeah. It's in the rule book, but I think it's under the referee's discretion. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Olympics, there have been plenty of times when... Just looking at that. Yeah, just now <laughs> looking at the Olympics. We hadn't brought this up at all before. No. the There's been a lot of situations of possible cheating. And uh, I think even once... I don't remember her name, but one of the judges uh, got caught uh giving scores for a skating is either skating or gymnastics and they were obviously skewing their scores for a certain country and it came to light that she was paid off to do so um there's a very famous instance of uh was it i think it was basketball and this is before the pros could play 72 yeah you know what i'm talking about 72 versus russia where all of a sudden there was an extra uh 15 seconds on the clock yeah, so famously the the medals that year were it was a spectacle to say the least. So there's a lot of a lot of little things like that that have happened in the Olympics. I think that's a referee thing. The Olympic ones could like a real weird referee thing because wasn't America like destroying them? I'm looking. This I, w- I would. Uh, man, it's not the case now because the world is caught up with us when it comes to basketball. But uh, back then we were the the number unos when it came to basketball, for sure. The powerhouse. The world has definitely caught up to us. I mean, some of the top players in the NBA now are not American. Once Argentina destroyed us, what, like the World Basketball Championships, you knew something was up. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Roy Jones Jr., very famous boxer, was defeated by Park C. Sung in the 1988 Olympics, uh, but he got dominated by Roy Jones. However, in a shocking a three to two decision, Hung was handed the victory. Later, German police files would reveal payoffs and bets that gave Hung the victory. And that's just outside. That happened. I feel like that happens a lot, right? I mean, there's been plenty of times. I know with uh, UFC, for example, I don't, it's not for me. I don't watch it. I prefer my violence on people to be fake, personally. That's hey, it's not fake. Oh, it's real to me. You know what I mean. You, uh, I prefer I prefer pro wrestling personally. You need to but, go say ten midnight expresses and yes. Tim Cornettes. Yes, uh, kayfabe. We're keeping a kayfabe here. I get why it's a proper sport, but anyway, there been it's also if some there's not a KO, just like in boxing, it comes down to judges' decision of who got the most points per round, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of there's been plenty of times I know because it would like trend on social media where like how did this person win because uh, from the eye from judging from the eye test uh, this seems a little suspect. Yeah, uh, it's it's such it's such a discretion thing until you. you that's why I think it's different than when a referee tr- cheats or gives somebody advantage than when a player's trying to take an advantage. Yeah. And it's that's so hard to like comprehend. Like 
we talked about point shaving in 94 Arizona state got caught up in point shaving. Now that's a team thing, but are they, cause you're not going to play to lose. Right. But, so that's an NCAA thing too. If they would have just paid or, or, you know, took care of these guys would they would have really had the need to do. It? I'm not saying take care of them. To oh, the and by the way, by the way, there's always this argument that they're getting a free education. Uh, oh, good God. Shove it up your butt, please. How, those guys are not there for that. Yeah. yeah, that's a ridiculous argument. Now, I do think some take advantage of that, and I'm glad they do to give you that secondary thing outside of sports because there's a good chance that sports won't work out for you. But I still, yeah, I just stumbled across something. Oh, my goodness. So you've seen The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. All right. And what we're saying about it. It did know. I'm just trying to get up. Okay. So in 2000, you made it the Paralympics team, the Spain, it looks like basketball Paralympics team had 12 members, but only two of them were actually mentally disabled. They went on to win. Oh, wow. But it would be revealed by, I'm just reading this off. So nobody, when it gets to the point, I don't want to hear anybody like, oh, you can't just say that. It was revealed by a Spanish journalist that the fact that they were not mentally disabled or completed. Yeah. No formal testing was done to determine disabilities of the players. <laughs> it's funny that this guy wrote this. Let the South Park and Ringer jokes begin. I did. Yeah, because there's a very famous episode of South Park where Cartman thinks he's going to win the Special Olympics. But the ringer, I would argue. Now it has been a while since I've seen it. That the gist of it is that his character thinks it's kind of the same as the setup as the South Park thing. Yeah, but he actually becomes friends with all those people, with I all think. the, uh, and it's to me it really shines a very positive light on them. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why uh, I I learned because one of my friend's brothers. Uh, has that right and i used to just say that one word all the time as just a word to me like i didn't think it meant anything and one time i said it and it hurt his feelings and i felt like the lowest piece of garbage ever so i don't say that word anymore that's me personally i don't care if anybody else says it it's just for me okay i got a good story about that i worked with i worked with this guy uh for years i worked with him we became good friends and his sister had down syndrome so yeah. and as i do believe she's older than him so me being the curious person i am and us having the friendship that we did i asked him i said don't take offense to this but i'm wondering when did you realize that you know your sister had that yeah and i, I wasn't meaning any harm or anything like that and all he said to me was i think he mentioned he was either five or seven and his sister called or his cousin called his sister that, and then he beat the crap out of him. And I said, oh, okay. Now, there you go. I got my answer. That's a good brother, man. Yeah. That's what that is. That's all. Because all I said is, when did you realize your sister had Down syndrome that, because she was older than him. Yeah. So it's kind of a, but. But if you're actually doing that for real, and you're like cheating the system to take advantage, like that's, that feels pretty gross to me. Like this, I feel this is this is blatantly cheating. This is not only cheating the people that are actually disabled, but you're also cheating the people in your country. Yeah. You're cheating people out of a chance to that would not I don't even know. I want to say not normally would have the that can't go into the Olympics in a way. Yeah. I hope I'm not like you know what I understand. John, I know what you're I know what you're getting at. You're yeah. cheating them from experiencing this just because you want to win a gold medal. Yeah. And it yes. should, and it shouldn't be about that because everybody should have a chance to represent their country in something that going on. Cause that was the big thing about the world baseball classic, not to get too off subject is a lot of players were getting hurt. Yeah. And they were oh, like, I mean, it's the same thing with the uh, dream teams, right? And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Paul George is a great example of that. Yes. Yeah. Literally oh. ugly broke his leg. Ugly. Yeah. So the big thing was major league baseball players shouldn't be able to compete in the world baseball classic. And a lot of these guys are like, we want to do it. We want to compete for our country. We want to say, show our country is the best. And you just deprive people of that because you wanted to cheat Yeah, with a bunch of guys. 
Well, I mean, it's such a big deal. I mean, even I mean, I basketball is a sport I know, but you know, it's a big, especially to these players who aren't from America. It's a big moment of pride for them to wear their country on their chest and play for their country. Yeah, and you, it means a lot. It, it used to mean a lot in the USA, and you just deprived them of. Yeah, oh, that's really messed up. That one kind of angered me. Yeah, that actually upsets me a great deal. I don't care yeah. for that at all. Like I'm kind of pissed. Uh, let's look at Fred Lopez hops, hops a ride, and wins the race. I like these ones. These ones are kind of funny. Or Lors, uh, 1904. Fred Lors was running in the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis. He finished the marathon three hours and 13 minutes, far and away faster than any of his competitors. He accomplished the feat by hitching a ride with a passing car. For nearly 11 miles of the race. Did he like Michael J. Fox it or Garbage Man it? He had a Garbage Man it because I don't think there were skateboards. <laughs> he already posed for photos with his then first daughter, Alice Roosevelt, before race officials discovered he had cheated. Oh, man, you got to get out of there, man. If you know you did it, get your medal and go. <laughs> I could never look at the Boston Marathon again after this one. He received a lifetime ban, which was lifted just a year later, and then he would win the Boston Marathon the next year. Legit, though? Did he win it legit? I don't I don't. Or does it say? Man, what well, if he was just really fast? He was just tired that day, you know? <laughs> Nothing in the rule book that says dogs can't play basketball. <laughs> Is that cheating? Let's bring. No, there's nothing in the rule book that says Airbud cannot play basketball. But wasn't the little? Oh no, little boy was on the team. And why is the referee the referee in every single one of those movies? Oh, that's a good point. I understand it being in every one of those types of games because uh, when I played rec ball, it was pretty much the same refs for every game. So I get that because it's whoever volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay for him now. Oh really? There's I no don't know about here. Wow, I didn't know this. No, you actually literally have to pay for them. I think they make decent money. My wow. The umpires in my daughter's game make $40 a game. Now, you know, I think one episode we need to do is uh, take, a, take, just take a number and who the famous players for that number across sports. Uh, uh, but I'm just going to throw this out there, and this relates to my uh, wreck basketball career. Uh, number 34 sure you can say so many other people but if you don't say johnny townsend when he was in ninth grade playing rec basketball who by the way set the record for most points in one quarter at that time uh coming off the bench too may i add oh six yeah of the year award over yeah here. so <laughs> they got mike tyson biting holyfield's ear man is that cheating or is that just like an incident that happened so I was like, he, he knew he wasn't going to win doing that. Yeah, you know you're done. Yeah. So is it that you just... Because to me, cheating in the world cheating, of wrestling, once again, do you want yeah. to stay strong? Like, do you... Yeah. It, do it, now, cheating and wrestling is a different thing. Like, Eddie Guerrero is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, well, he lied. And he was so good at it. Ric Flair is the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing that, uh, that Eddie would do is he would... Uh, the ref would would get knocked down, right? Of course, the ref takes the bump, as they say. And he would have a chair. And the opponent, he would hit the opponent with the chair. And then he would smack the ground with the chair. And he would fall down like he had been hit with the chair. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> or he would or he would fall down. He would smack the ground with the chair. And he would fall down and toss the, the chair to the guy, to the opponent. And the ref would wake up just in time to see the opponent holding the chair. And Eddie would act like he just got hit with his chair. <laughs> so great. God, I love that. <laughs> I'm going to give you... I I don't know what this was. So Lex Luger's WWF run before the whole Lex Express thing. Yeah. I think it might have been during it too, but around that time, because he got into WWF right after that motorcycle accident. Yeah. He had the steel plate in his elbow. Do you remember? Another Buffalo guy, right? Yeah. Met him. Met met Lexley. I've heard he's actually really nice. He is. Very nice, dude. Call me brother is like I was five years old instantaneously. Like, yeah. like I kind of just like shook his hand and he was like, What's your name? I'm like, Andrew. And he's like, Oh, nice to meet you, brother. And I'm like, Oh, I just, yeah, Lex Luger. <laughs> That's <laughs> so like, cool. No, he was, he's very nice. He's a, yeah. he's, he, I gotta say, from what 
I've seen he is reformed. He goes yes. with his mother. He likes his Timbit and yep. Tim Horn's coffee. So he's perfect Western New York guy. He's definitely changed from what I heard he used to be. Yes. Yeah. What I can see. But he had the metal plate in his elbow. Now, as yes. A kid, as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's cheating. You can. Yes. Yes. That is also reminding me of Cowboy Bob Orton, who had the cast, right? Yeah. Yes. See, now we just went from like actual cheating to like fun cheating. <laughs> so, okay. Now that reminds me in the NFL, there was no rules of it. But back in the day, some guys, air quoting, arms would be broken. Okay. Yeah. So they would wear cast on his hands, on their hands. Uh-huh. There was a defensive. But they would still play in the game. <laughs> yeah. But they wore the cast for a reason. Like the one guy, Deacon Jones, would do it because he was famous for the head slap, which is now yeah. off. Of so he played defensive end, he'd come off the ball, and he would slap the offensive lineman in the head to make him blink. Because if you blink, you can't, you can make another move. Yeah. The other one was, what was his name? Oh, I'm going to get a joke out of this one. So I'm ready for it. There's two offensive linemen. Uh huh. I'm going to say the one I know I'm going to get a joke out of first uh gene upshaw and bobby brown uh-huh oh okay no joke i'll have to keep you on your toes <laughs> i got a joke too after this now. and they would um they would put cast on but they would do it to their thumbs so their thumb was there and what they would do is w- they were offensive linemen when the defensive lineman would come off the line they take that thumb that has the cast over it yeah jam it into the spot where it was exposed on the guy's shoulder pads. Right oh my God. Head. Yeah. So, and there was nothing in the rule books. And right. I, but what and, an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> what was Bobby Brown's prerogative? I <laughs> um, he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, but there is no rules in the rule book. And that's, just... I don't think he's cheating, but I do think it's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should add that to the category. Yeah. Oh, that's a good game we could play on this show. Is this cheating or a dick move? <laughs> cheating, not cheating, dick move. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Bill Lamb beers on there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lot of dick moves. <laughs> I saw this meme and it was like, it was like NBA teams in the 80s. And it was like, it was said like the Lakers, fastest team, Celtics, best team play, Bulls. We have Michael Jordan. And then it just said, uh, bad boy pistons and it was the guy just going i just beat his ass <laughs> it was like he explained how each team was yeah bill and beer is such an interesting case i think we should do a whole episode about all oh. him and maybe the bad boy pistons in general but uh man because he was actually quite good yeah he was very skilled but nobody talks about that because he was a giant dick on the court <laughs> He was probably the biggest, biggest, that would be just a fun topic too. Biggest dicks in sports. Well, not like. Uh, we got to oscillate that. We can oscillate that. Turn it into a drop. We can audio drop. We can use from time to time. <laughs> we got Goldberg from the longest yard. Oh, I was thinking, who's that football player who would recently put up pictures of himself? In the pool. Oh, Brett, <laughs> oh, is it Brett Favre or Antonio Brown? No. Antonio Brown's who I'm thinking. Uh, of, yeah. yeah. Oh, Brett Favre also, but his were. <laughs> I hear. I heard that <laughs> they went right to Brett Favre, <laughs> who is like, I have no luck with. Yeah, like, no Andrew Luck. Yeah. yeah. Damn Matt, have <laughs> you Matt? He wouldn't even know who that is if it wasn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to what I consider like heroes growing up, they're they're just horrible. They're, they're just bad, just bad. Junkyard dog found out that he was a giant cocaine addict, and I'm like, oh, thank you for ruining everything. For oh me. man, yeah. There's a lot of people like that. I mean, I grew up a Hulkamaniac, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Brett Favre, Dan Marino has a illegitimate child. It's it's all over there. Yeah. So, but I think that's it for our cheaters. I think we well, got sounds like that quarterback you just mentioned was a big cheater. <laughs> you know, 
Comes full circle. Yeah, full circle. Dan Marino, cheater. Yeah. Well, I don't know how he comes, to be fair. I wasn't there. Well, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say something to add on top of that. But... Oh, jeez. All right. Two episodes with ease today. Yeah. I blame panel discussion. That show just... really destroyed me. I was about to say, I'm going to put in a message to Matt saying, uh, Johnny can no longer do panel discussion <laughs> or hang around with you and Will. You've ruined him. He used to be so pure. <laughs> I knew there was nothing going on. The only time I would have to put an E on my episode if Jaws was on. That's just an instant E because you never know what's coming out of his. Which mind. stands for everyone. I've learned that in video games, so that's a good thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But I that's what all those uh, EA sports would get. E for everyone. Rated E for everyone. Was Mutant League hot? No, that wasn't rated E for everyone. Oh, I couldn't have been right. No. I, that's a Sega Genesis game through and through there. I remember that game very much so. It wasn't I, on, it might have been on Super Nintendo too, but I played it on my Genesis. I've I played the hockey and I won the Monster League Cup, but I never scored a goal because I just picked up a chainsaw and cut everybody in half. <laughs> Who were the only team yeah. that as one does. Yeah. Hey, Bill Lambeer had a basketball sort of game. Yeah, I wanna I wanna play that. I I think <laughs> I'm gonna do that for a nostalgia funhouse let's play. Yeah, well, go check that that out that uh, YouTube channel out, please. We'd appreciate it. It's a great way to support us. And uh, thank you everybody for listening. Remember to catch out uh, new episodes of the Retroactive Sports Podcast on the BSEBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and go check out our Facebook page as well. And I guess on behalf of Johnny, um, Andrew, and damn Dan, why'd you have to cheat? And remember. You can always bet on us, or or actually, I wouldn't do that.